the ASOS podcast. Welcome to another episode. How's it going? Yes, yeah. Long yes, time yes, no yes, see. Yeah. It's been like a whole week. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, we got a lot to get through this week. A lot. We got yeah, yeah. releases from Lato. We got coffee, uh, Rima, Nigo, Morale uh, the Scientist, Blade mm-hmm. Brown, and K Chapel released their projects as well. So we've got a lot of projects to review. And I feel like there's been some, there's probably been some events going on in the past week, but I think there's a, a huge one. Only some? Only <laughs> wow, some? One, one event, they're just proper slapping at the moment. So we need to cover that one. But um, yeah, we can get to that. But first, Pow. let me introduce myself. I am Matthew, and you can find me at Mr. Matty Lee on Twitter and at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee on Instagram. <clears throat> boom, boom, boom! Big dun, up dun, yourself dun. there, Matt. Yeah, Yo, man. you can I find can me at many e on Twitter. Um, you can also follow ESOS um, on Instagram and Twitter using the handle ESOS underscore. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. <laughs> you seem like in a, you're in a really positive mood. Yeah, baby. Why not, yeah, man? What's got you in such a positive Gar- mood, Manny? Ghana just won, baby. We're in Uh-oh, the final. Pick up Ghana, Black Star Power. Bruh. That's right, that's right. Man, is that me? God bless my homeland, Ghana. Man, don't know the words. (laughs) 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 You just did a little thing and you forgot the words. I tried it, I tried it. Alright, cool. I remember it. And who's the other person on the podcast today? Yeah, yeah, you got me, Oli. You can find me on OCQR underscore 10 on Twitter. At Twitter, even. <laughs> Love to see it. Love to see it. All right, then. So, let's get it cracking. What are we starting off with first? Right. Um, I guess we should start off with... I'll, I'll start off like this. So... I've been thinking, like you I've guys know, um, and ranking like the dancehall dons. Um, there was one dancehall don that released one of the new gens as well that released their debut album this week. Um, the person I'm talking about is Coffee, and the album's called Gifted. Right. That's what are you get if you guys are happy with that, I'll jump I'll jump straight in. Yeah, let's get a good go for it, man, go for it. Let me help you to see. Crack I, I've got to see. Okay, me too. All right. So Gifted um came out last week Friday. Thirty minutes long, which I was quite surprised with to be honest, because for a debut album you'd expect it to be like at least have more more time than just 30 minutes but fair enough um started so, off with times so 10 to to you there, but yeah, it's like it's like the culmination of of everything that we try to get to up to this point right of like a lifetime of trying to become a, a, a recording yeah. artist 
they get to yeah. release their debut album and they can only put together 30 minutes. Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, come on, carry on. No, but everything you're saying is right. Like, it, it kicks off with Time Stand, which featured like a Bob Marley sample, started off kind of groovy. The next song, Shine, was okay. Gifted, which is the title song for the title album, which shared the title of the album. For me, and I listened to it multiple times, it didn't bite me as much. Um, And then you have Lonely Runaway, Where I'm From, which were all okay tunes, but again, they weren't theatrical. Like, I didn't really get an understanding or deep understanding of who she is, because most, I guess I'll summarise at the end. And then... Do we have the last three tracks, which all her single tracks, all kind of like squished together just at the end? Um, And all of those songs are brilliant. Like Pull Up is amazing, featuring J5 as a producer. Lockdown opened the world up. Like a really good tune. West Indies, Mad Vibes, love that song as well. Right. Again, going back to my point about a theatrical release. Most the reason why most debut albums in my eyes do really well is because it's a debut into the artist that you're listening to. Like it's a commun it's the um life story unfolding in music. Um I, and I felt as though from the imagery that we were presented with with like Coffee um, through her various uh, massive singles that she's released, uh, we were going to get a view of like Jamaica, like of the different styles, many different people, one nation, you know what I'm saying? Get that vibrancy. But I didn't get that. I felt as though... This was another record label engineered project. It felt like that to me. Like, it just didn't feel as though the effort and care was put into this project for for an artist that I highly respect and think could potentially be a legend down the line. This project wasn't it for me, like, uh, I don't know if I hyped myself up because, yeah, I think I did and I was let down a bit, to be honest. Um, yeah, that's me. Uh, top track probably be Lockdown. I feel sad. Yeah. I feel sad for Manny because Manny's really been gassed for this release, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's been he's he's so gassed. <laughs> I feel like... I might start crying here because you were so <laughs> gassed for coffee. Everything's like coffee, coffee, coffee. And it's like, even when Shen yeah. said this release wasn't quite what you wanted it to be, you would like it's cool because coffee's coming. Oh, and like, you know what? He was flying the flag high for me, man. I I was so gassed. Like, like, I'm like... Friday came, I banged that straight away and it was sunny. But... Look here. I, I, I feel bad for not actually liking coffee's music that much because... Like as a Jamaican, as a new artist coming through, I feel like I should be like a biggest fan, right? And mm. I'm not because I 
just have never really thought her music was that good, even so she's really hyped, yeah. right? And like you know, like I said, Manny, you are the big uh, in this group, right? Of of two Jamaicans and a Ghanaian, you are the Ghanaian is, is the biggest, <laughs> the biggest uh, fan of coffee. So like yeah. that is, is 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 and Jamaican music in general. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> what do you mean, bro? You no, for real. One. You just what do you mean? F- cartel, bro. That's it. Anyway. No, not Vice Cartel. I love um, Lovers Rock. I love Sanchez. I love Barris Hammond. Like I'll okay, bring I'm it back. Start, I'm, I'm gonna start inviting some family parties, then, man. You're gonna have a, you're gonna have a, a, yeah. a, a, a great time. But the only thing I can't do is the candy dance. That's the only thing. I can't no, no, no. Do. You, you got to dance that as well. Do, you can't no, do electric slide. I, I can't do. I can't do electric slide. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. But yeah. Anyway, and you really bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why? Out of the questions that you would ask, why is that the one that it's comes famous, to your head first? It's a, it's a famous. It's, it's a, a very. You can, it's, you can, it's one of the few dances that can carry you through ninety nine percent. Don't save him, man. I'm trying to call him out. Like what, dude? <laughs> it's a famous dance, man. It's it's even like, you'll, you'll, you'll see Sean Paul doing all his music videos. Like it's like one of the most commercialized like Jamaican dances. Bro, I don't know what it is, but I was just worried that Willy Bounce is the first <laughs> one that came to your head. Do you know, it's, it's you a play, very why bait, do you want to see bait, me Willy Bounce? Dude, it's a very bait. Do you know what? Yeah, Google it and you'll be like, ah. Oh. Bro, I know what a Willy Bounce is. When can you, can you, you, you Willy Bounce? The left, yeah, of course Manny, you can, bro. It's an easy dance. Can, can you Willy Bounce? Yes? I can, but I'm not doing okay. it for Oli. I, I think he didn't you stand you stand in a straight in a straight and then your legs are more than shoulder length and then your arm grows across to your legs whilst your arm is bouncing and then your arm, your right arm goes across to your left leg nah, I, feel like bouncing, I feel like yeah. you're describing the Macarena right now bro you're describing just cross head shoulders knees and toes bro <laughs> <laughs> go to your leg go to your left side bro you're facing first you lift your neck up <laughs> 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 and then you push all apart apart Willy Bounce, Willy Bounce, Bounce. Yeah, bro, come on, man. I know. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Look, yeah. Anyway, that has got it fully took us on a, on a detour there of tangent. But, um, yeah, so for me, right. Okay, first of all, what is this album? This is like a bit like a, a Shinsei situation again. That's a good again. question. What is this okay. album? I think, I feel like they're trying to be reggae. Lies and deception, but no, nah, it wasn't reggae, though. It didn't feel like reggae at all. This was not it reggae. Didn't. And this but is going to kill me, right? Like that's a, yeah. This is definitely going to go in the reggae charts or the dancehall charts or whatever charts, right? Yeah. Despite it not being that music. This is definitely not a dancehall level. No. As for reggae, like, there are some reggae tracks on there. I think maybe two or three of them. Reggae what? inspired, I'll say. No, no, there's, there's, there's definitely at least one track that is fully reggae. Yeah, at least, um, yeah, one. And, and, the rest of it is like reggae fusion. That's it's like the beats sound like the sort of stuff right that you'd get from Katy Perry <laughs> mm. if she was making an album. I should make like a, a, a Caribbean song. That's what it sounds. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a modern UB40. <laughs> yeah, 
goes to the Becky charts, and that to me is just nonsense. So, yeah. Um, in terms of my review of the album, I thought it was like it was okay, not significant, amazing. I really did like the track West Indies. Um, it was actually like a really, really nice track, and where she, I think that's the only track that for me really painted a picture of where she's yeah. from. But even then, it was in in a vague way. It's like me talking about Britain or, or England to see where I'm from, but I'm from South London. You know what I mean? I couldn't really tell you what life is like in Shropshire. <laughs> I couldn't describe that for you. So yeah, but um, yeah, uh, that's it for me, really. What I can say. Over to you, Ollie. Um, I'm in agreement with both of you guys. So I like Coffee. Every time I've heard one of her singles, I found them really nice, like really involving, like a lot of energy, easy to listen to. It's just good vibes, right? So Apple Music often does like these artists. Uh, videos where the artist gets to explain their music and stuff like that so I watched that before I listened to the album and like, it kind of got me even more hyped even more than what Manny did so I was expecting a lot and she was giving it a big talk but it was really disappointing um, it didn't have that energy that I'm, I've known her to have like, even, like, I think one of the singles on the album was Pull Up right? that's one of her biggest singles in, in recent time and I like that song and I, I thought the whole album would sort of follow that sound, at the very least. Um, but it didn't, and it just it felt like pop music with a bit of an island sound. And I say island because it was very generic. So I was I was kind of disappointed. And all I kept thinking about was Shansia's album, and then I was trying to think which one feels more Jamaican. I, I couldn't come to a conclusion, but. I just, I'm just very disappointed in this album. I, and upon reflection, I'm disappointed in Shenzi's as well, but just disappointed in both of them. Where do you think it, it went wrong for both of them? I don't like, do you feel as though Coffee was trying to cater it's that to the commercialism. They wanted to sell and they suffered this shit down to make it... Or in in Shenzi's case, she's Americanized it and in Coffee's shit, okay, she's softened her music to make it more commercially viable more commercially acceptable that's all it is it chases yeah. the yeah and Coffee's on one hand I can I can understand it because they're both at a point in their careers whereby they are trying to make the bag like if they did this five albums in I'd be like come on really like by that point you should really be making music like almost just for yourself and your core fans would will like it so for example that's what J. Cole is, right? I know J. Cole is very different. He's a super, he's a megastar. He goes platinum every time he releases, even if he did an ABC album, right? But um, I feel like with this album here, they both, well, for both of them, they've both just gone for, to try and uh, just go for sales. That's it. The only reason, the only thing I can say um, for Coffee that maybe takes away from that idea of what I'm just going for commercial sales, commercial success wise that she only put ten tracks in the album. But then that being said, she has got a deluxe version as well with eighteen tracks. So Ooh, that might be good. That might be all the stuff that we want that's missing. Maybe. Mm, but, then, but then if that is the case, why not put that in the original? Is yeah. the original one meant to be meant to be more palatable? I don't know. It makes no sense. Yeah, I feel like Coffee's album's um, a bit more 
acoustic. It's a bit, it's it's much softer, and I feel like it's the kind of music that can span very, very wide circles. People from all different sorts of genres would like something on this album. I feel like Shenzia's taps into like the urban market more, and what's hot amongst youngsters and young female artists. They've both gone different paths, but they've both. It feels like they've both forgotten like their initial sound that brought them up to their prominence. So it's just disappointing from my perspective. It's weird because I look at the reviews everywhere for it and it's all like four star, five star. Do you know what I'm saying? I need like The Guardian and stuff like that and time. It's a, exactly, there's one that was reggaeville as well. Well, you gotta you gotta get someone in the office, right? Uh, a middle aged woman of European descent saying, "Oh, have you heard that new coffee album? Oh, yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen." Telling you, mate, it's gonna be the subject of this, aren't Yeah, and I, yeah. and this, and I feel like this is gonna have to wait on our on our review scoring, right? Like, yeah. taking aside the title of... Well, that's what I did for Shenzia. Taking aside the title of... Um, or what we perceive to be a Bashment album or reggae album. And just taking it as music without a genre. Like, like what do you rate this? Or do you or, or do you have to go with what you were expecting to be the album? You can't go with what you... You've got to be as objective as possible. Right? But obviously... You're gonna, you're, we're all humans, right? So there's gonna be a bit of sub- subjectivity to it. But even if you just look at it as as an album, so if let's say you, you didn't know who the artist was, right? You just look at it as, as a, just listen to the songs, not knowing. I don't think they're amazing in that sense either. As an album, I don't think they are. There's a couple of standout tracks in there. Well, not standout, but a couple of good tracks. But that's nothing that's got me think, thinking to myself, oh yeah, I wanna, I wanna hear this again, like over and over. Not at all. Not for me, at least. That's fair. Yeah. If I was to compare it with, okay, if I was to compare it with Alicia Harley's, Alakai Harley, sorry, Alakai, right? Harley's. I thought you said that wrong, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Alakai's one was better. Yeah, true. I like. I enjoyed that. Like, I feel. Yeah, it's just. I just didn't, it didn't hit the height. So, but look, it's her debut album. She's getting the reviews that the record label are probably happy with. She's going to make, she's going to do good numbers on it. Like, I just hope the next project that we hear from her is a lot stronger than this effort. I know she has the talent and I know she can do it. Do you know what I'm saying? But I do have one last, one last, one of my Jamaican queens that I'm, Holding hope for Jada Kingdom. Hope she can do it. She's the only one I'm waiting for now. And Alakai Harley, if she comes back again with another one. So, should we give her our actual overall score then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. You go first, man. <laughs> <Set the> pace. <laughs> okay. I'll set the pace, right? Because I think you guys are going to push your foot around this one. I'm going to give this a two. Oh, fucking hell. I'm not going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a three. I'm giving it a three as well. I'm giving it the same score as Shenzia. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a two as well, to be fair, so I'll give you consistent. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Alright, let's go for another review quick. I know we're going to have a long discussion about this. So. That review really bummed us out, man. It really oh, did, man. No. Energy reasons. Let's, 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 do, let's do a good one. I don't really know because I don't know what you guys are thinking. Should we okay, just let's, go let's and do, say Let's just do, do my break. babes. Let's do my babes. Um, Mariah. Maria, which are Maria the scientist. Oh, you might as well kick, you mean, kick it off. Is yeah. it Brittany Renner? Oh, controversial. Go King Softer, Mark. What, with Maria? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, Maria the scientist released a new album. I still have an album, it's an EP, four tracks. But right. more importantly, I think I did I say it on here or did I say it in the group chat about how I, I find I, I couldn't listen to her music before because of the fact that she looks so much like um Bundle of Britney. What's her name? Britney what? Britney Renner, I think. Britney Renner, right? And I was like, I can't deal with how how much them two look alike. So I can't listen to Maria's like, album because I don't like how Britney Renner like behaves. And then they posted a picture together. I think they, they, they were shooting a music video a couple of weeks back. And my god, they look like twins. It's actually mad. Like, I just remember the um, lyrics to Future song, Real Sisters, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. But, um. Well, Matt, are you, are you dribbling? Please, <laughs> 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 I'm going to need like five minutes. You know? Oh, jeez. Well, no, no. Um, no so, she had. What's it called again? What's this project called? Uh, I think it was called the Buckles Buckles Laboratory. Priorities presents. Yeah. Uh, the intermission, right? Yeah. And basically, it's like four tracks of Maria just like swooning, essentially. It's alright. It's like 11 minutes long, so it's not a long thing. It's really short. And honestly, I just thought nothing of it it's just like okay the girl has got a decent voice the beats are decent the release was decent the album artwork is a bit crap to be honest with you but it makes sense kind of it's an album so it's on the decent. way basically say that again it's an album on the way basically um I assume so yeah I assume so and you know what? I think the album will be decent. <laughs> Not joking. Nice. Her last album was quite, I was quite impressed with when I actually did listen to it. So, her uh, debut. But yeah, so I don't know. It's just like it's a, it's a four track EP that's 11 minutes long and it's decent. So, yeah, whatever. I remember with, when um, Masego did, tra- did a Travelling Abroad um, EP. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was brilliant. But I, I did accept the fact that because it's so short, it's easy to do. And this is just decent. So, cool. yeah, there's no real point. So we had to... this decent effort, yeah? Yeah, decent. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Let, me, let me open up my dictionary and find uh, synonyms a for synonym decent. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is right now. It's decent. It's okay. It's Admirable, good. Acceptable, right. yeah. Yeah. Like okay. I thought, I, I, 
I enjoyed it because I came into it with no expectations. Was he watching, was he watching like videos or something to go alongside it? No, 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 at all. No, <laughs> but I, I did know about the the twins and all of that situation, so that I thought that was interesting. But I mean, like listening to her, I thought she was going to be another one of those like um, rapper types. Do you know what I'm saying? But no, pleasantly surprised. She was a singer, lovely voice. Um, I don't, I don't think the subject matter was that strong, but like, still, she was a decent singer. So yeah, look forward to hearing more from her. Um, and that's it, really, for me. Um, nothing really stood out for me on this project. She has a nice voice. The beats are okay, but it wasn't like nice voice. Was, <laughs> it's it's just mass border. It's all like back, background music. Like if you're doing something, it's, it's it's calming to play in the background. But it's not something I'm gonna rush back to. Just meh. Like meh. it's only four tracks, and it's an EP. Like I'd expect some sort of experimentation, but it just felt very. Didn't feel like any effort was put in. It just felt generic. Generic things, yeah. Yeah, dog. Oh, no, that's not good. I thought this 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 review is not picking on anything. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. <laughs> Let's just get to the point, shall we? Let's get to the point. Let's get to the to the matter at hand. Let's give a score real quick for this one, and we just get to the big discussion <laughs> of today because that's what we need to get to. Right? That's gonna, we're gonna spend like about five hours on that discussion anyway. So, um. I'm giving this a, a, a such three because it's just by average. It is what it is. Um, it was a def- decent effort, as Matt has said many times in his review. So three from me. Um, as decent as Matt thinks it is. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three as well. Yeah, it's generic in it. It's it's, all right. it's not poor, but it's all right. I'm probably never good to just go. I'll be real. <laughs> Probably not. I don't think any of us are. If it comes on a shuffle, I might yeah. leave it. Yeah, it I'm not gonna. For, I'm not gonna for, um, forward it. I'm not gonna skip it if it comes on shuffle. But I'm not gonna go and seek it out to play it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, I mean, cool. we all wrote it. We've all said yeah. Yeah. We all right. yeah. Did you watch the Oscars? <laughs> oh, Oscars. But I did hear a joke. Does anybody want to hear it? You can have a hundred people in a room, and out of the night, no, yeah, out of the hundred, ninety-nine won't do nothing to you, but one will. Hey, I get it, I get it. <laughs> that is because Will shit, Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I said it. I said it wrong. I butchered it. You, you just like. I really butchered it. Like, I was trying to remember what it was. Yeah. Oh, I was. I was really trying to remember what it was, and I completely forgot it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna run that back. No, we're not. Anyway, there was another. No, 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 no,
Oh, that was even fucking worse. Okay. Wow, this is getting oh, yeah, out of hand, yeah. didn't it? Really getting out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a joke. Yeah. Boom. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. so moving on. <laughs> man, set the energy from that one. We're what? ready there's to get energy now, man. Yeah. There's yeah. energy. No, no, you yeah. fucking putting everyone to sleep at this point. I don't know. Everyone can beat the podcast before they get to this point now. No, no, no. So. So, um, I don't like your backhanded Will compliments. Smith, <laughs> Will Smith has and his wife, his beautiful wife, who have been the butt of jokes on social media for the past what a year and a half, two years. You said they're in the face of the joke. Okay, but like they 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 have been enjoying a lot a tough time recently. They've had marriage troubles. They've had uh. Other people, in, yeah, just right entanglements in their relationship, and it's just been like a they've basically been on public, maybe like up for public scrutiny more than the average couple at the moment. Yeah. Obviously, they're probably one of the most famous couples in the world, as it is. And um, with the latest shenanigans, it's just, it's just made things a whole lot worse. True. Now, uh, what's happened is we've got the Oscars night. Will Smith has been nominated for Best Actor Award for his role as uh, Richard Williams in King Richard. Chris Rock is hosting for a night. Uh, and I assume because of the fact that Will is um, nominated for such a prominent award, he's been placed towards the front of the crowd. So him and his wife are sitting like, you know, front and centre basically at the award show. And I think, it was it during opening exchanges? Oh, I don't know. It was at some point during the the award show, Chris Rock has uh, felt it would be appropriate to make a joke about Jada's hair, Jada Pinkett's hair, and uh, or lack thereof. <laughs> and um, the problem with this is that okay, I won't go say what the problem with it is, but I say basically, at first Will was laughing, and then he turned and he saw that Jada wasn't happy with with what was said and he's proceeded to walk up rather nonchalantly and slap the shit out of Chris Rock. And then and then and then again turned around and walked back to his seat and continued with the night. I, I don't know yeah. how he did that, you know. So we, we don't really think about it now. I don't know how he did that, but but let me let you guys chime in now, and I'll come back in a bit later if anything. In my head, I still hold hope that that whole situation was fake because I just can't make heads or tails of it. Like I think when I first heard about it, it was like six in the morning, and I put it straight in in our WhatsApp group, right? Like. Oh my gosh, you guys need to see this, right? And I couldn't sleep after that. I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then at that point, I still hadn't watched it. Woke up after a brief nap and then watched it. And when I watched it, I felt sick because there was two legends embarrassing themselves in front of the world stage, 
like I was just like, why? Like, why did it have to be you two? Like, really? And then deeped it some more. He was protecting his woman, basically. He didn't like what she was what was said about her, but still I just don't feel like violence is the way to react, especially when you're dealing with a comedian. Will's a comedian himself, do you know what I'm saying? But was it funny? Hell yeah, it was funny, man. The memes that have come out have been hilarious. Like there was one where it was you see the pose, they've got the picture after Will slapped him and and Will has the straight arm like towards the ground and then Chris Rock has just been rocked and his neck is like tilted. You know like the Batman meme. Yeah. <laughs> and then they've got a lettering on Will Smith saying, um, uh, August Alcina and then Chris Rock is uh, uh Jada Pinkett's cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Because he just slapped the big wheelie out of them. See, shit. I thought this, there's so much to, 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 to unpick here, to unpack here, right? Because, obviously, I think the reason why we all got mad and the reason why Jada didn't find it funny is because of the fact Jada's actually suffering from alopecia, right? And, obviously, when you take into account, like, all the stresses that their relationship's been under, that could be um, what has caused the alopecia to develop in the first place, that she's highly stressed and you know, now she's losing her hair. Right? And right. apparently, Chris Rock and Will Smith are, like, friends. Like, I say friends, they like, were friends. Commas because, or were friends. What is this? When you say were, do you mean before this week's shenanigans? No, now nah, this has happened. Apparently, they're not talking. Well, obviously, he's only been a day. But, um... Okay, that's a minor. But, my point is that he should have been more sympathetic towards it because she did actually publicly, um, come out like yeah. this yeah. so i i think that that's a real insensitivity there from from chris Rock. because let's say for example that jada had cancer he wouldn't have made that joke but because alopecia is like oh it's joke worthy i think that's not i personally think it's unacceptable but the bit that i'm a bit um i don't know if i don't think i think perplex is a bit heavy because I'm, I'm not that confused right but I've had times, I think everyone's had times, right, where they've actually really lost it, like, they're actually really angry, and, like, mm. to the point about, like, you're, you're, like, you're kind of, like, shaking, and whether you have done something or not, you feel that surge of violence essentially streaking through you, right? Yeah. Now, if I was like that, I don't think I'd be walking up to Chris Rock to slap him. I'd have run up mm. there and slapped him. You know what I'm saying? So Will Smith seemed very much cool, calm and collected when he walked up there and slapped him. And then on top of that, if I just slapped someone, I wouldn't turn my back on them and walk back to my seat. Because imagine when yeah. you turn your back and they're going to just come and clap you in the back of your head. <laughs> and then what? We're scuffing now or what? Right, so that was all mad. And then that's why people say that it was planned because um, even if some pictures, some still images which seem to show both of them are smiling after and I, I don't know, I, I just really don't know what, if it, okay, if it's not real, I could believe it, but then Will Smith made his apology and he apologised twice now, because he apologised when he had his um, acceptance for actually winning the Oscar and he apologised again on Instagram after that, so yeah. Um, yeah, because really, like, if it was fake, like, 
there's nothing that will gain that of that, to be honest. But then just this is up one more press. So you remember Chris Rock um, gained a lot. You remember when Jay Dot Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. performed at Super Bowl? Yeah. And he very clearly purposely ripped off her titty thing, right? He did you can see his mm-hmm. hand, grip it, pull it down, and it revealed her titty, right? That is like you, you can't un- you can't see that as being an accident, but then they say it's a wardrobe malfunction after because of the way that people reacted to it, right? So if people reacted to this badly between um, Will Smith and Chris Rock, then it would have been very easy for them to say, "Hey, we just play in that was scripted." But it was a but bad they, reaction to it, no? That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. But they haven't done that. That's what I'm saying. If they, if it was if it was yeah. if it was a joke, if it wasn't real. Then they would have come up by now and said, "Hey guys, we're sorry that it got taken the wrong way, but we we're just playing." But clearly, it was a real right, thing. I so. So. Yeah, I think yeah. it was absolutely real. Yeah, I do too. I see the slow motion video when Chris Rock got worked. <laughs> <laughs> he did well to stand up. <sighs> he didn't go down. He held it. Yeah, he held it. But it, it didn't look like we'll put a hundred percent effort he didn't. behind he it. He definitely didn't. And he was also, quite a big guy. Yeah, and I feel like. Him slapping him like that, like the reason why he walked back was because he knows Chris isn't going to do nothing. There's a whole shock factor involved, and then if Chris was to go for him, that's going to look even worse on Chris as well. So, yeah, um, that's I, like it was a calculated move by Will. I'm not saying it's right, but I understand why he took that mm. approach. I definitely understand it, but. I, I still believe the best approach would have been to walk up to the stage the same way and then cover the mic and just speak to him and ask yeah. him to apologise. Or wait even till you get backstage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because because the other thing is that this is this was quite a big award uh, ceremony for first, yeah. right? And it was also his first ever Oscar and this is going to tarnish that Memory. I think it puts up to legendary status, to be honest with you. <laughs> who, who gets to slap someone and then go and pick up the Oscars straight after? Like, that is legendary. No one's done it before. One of one. Mm. That's true. That is yeah. true. That is true. Definitely Either way, it was, it was entertaining, isn't it? And I feel like Chris definitely, he's a habitual line stepper. Yeah. Like, he's been going at Jada for a while. My only hope that it was Jaden that slapped him. That would have been funnier. Like the little son. Imagine if you just went through. the still chair, boondock style, boof, through it, giant rockers. Breaks out. Either way, I understand it. Funny as hell. I don't think he's wrong. I just think he chose the wrong course of action. So, mm. and now. Thinking about it again now, I didn't. I, we've been discussing this. I've been discussing this in about five different groups. Everyone I know actually has been. I've, I've spoken about it with, including my mom and my dad. Like <laughs> it has been a topic of discussion for everyone, and that's because of the fact that Will Smith and Chris Rock, their fame trans, transcends generations. I think, especially in Will Smith's case, probably one of the most famous people in the world. I think Chris Rock yeah. kind of goes in that category as well. I think people know the name at least, even if they don't know the um, they know the name and know the voice, even if his face is not instantly recognizable because of the yeah. fact that. And I, the reason I say that is because of Shrek. Everyone knows Donkey's voice, right? <laughs> but um, 
Eddie Murphy does Shrek's. That's Eddie Murphy do Shrek? Yeah, Eddie Murphy. So which one does Chris Rock do? Then? I swear he does one of the animated sh- on animated films. He, he does um that zoo one. What's it called? Uh, the one with Alex the Lion. Well, in that case, I take it back. Right. And he's a zebra. In Madagascar. Case, Madagascar, that's in it. In that case, I take it back, right? Um, Chris Rock is on the same level as Will Smith in terms of fame, then. But um, I feel like everyone sort of watched uh, Fresh Prince, but everyone also watched Everybody Hates Chris. No, I don't think everyone did watch Everybody Hates Chris. Everybody Hates Chris. But I think that it is well known, though. Because yeah, when you yeah. look at it this way, right? Fresh Mr. Bel is still rerun heavily on TV to this day, but Everybody Hates Chris isn't. It still gets rerun, but not to the same level. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, but what am I saying? Do you think there's been like an element of like rivalry throughout their sort of like career? We can come back to that quickly, but I'll quickly just say the point I was trying to make is this year is that okay. the way Will Smith walked up to Chris Rock in such a calm manner, he clearly wasn't um, over the edge. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we'll do things mm. when you've lost it. Will Smith hadn't lost it. He, he was he was calm and slapped him. He he the only people that actually behave like that are like them proper goons that like just don't care yeah. like Gucci Mane would do that for example Gucci Mane like he don't care he was going to slap you and if he has to go pen for the after he'd be like okay cool he decided he would slap a nigga and that was it now so when Steve Harvey said something right which was interesting he said he said he said what Ollie said about um, you know he did it because he didn't think Chris Rock would fight back right but he yeah. also said that you know if it was that deep he could have just done it um up whilst he wasn't being filmed, like go back in the press room and do it, mm-hmm. and it kind of makes sense because of the fact that Will Smith wasn't actually that mad that to the point he lost it. Why not do it then? Why why do it when he did it? It's a bit weird in that sense. But yeah. I feel like it's also uh, a way to clear his name as well because he's been seen as soft for a while, and he's been saying he's not soft. So I think him taking matters into his own hands, he's been looking that's like, like a, a massive platform. It, like, it seems like a calculated move. Just like Steve Harvey said, it's a Hollywood move. Mm. So now is this going to be the Look. turn of his career now where he becomes a bad man in the movies? <laughs> All <laughs> I'm going to say is this, yeah. Chris Rock, his con- his um, concert sold out incredibly fast. Do you know why? He's definitely going to have new jokes for this one, for this situation. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to roast Will for this. I'm pretty sure he's going to roast him. Might have lost because they're coming back it for Will. <laughs> true, true. I, I don't know, man. I want to see him now um, at the O2. Mm, I think Martin Lawrence has kind of lost it in, in recent years, in past 15 years probably, I'll say. Oh, no, no. I mean, um, Chris Rock, because he's coming to the O2, isn't it? I want, I want to see him now. Oh. Like, oh I, yeah. I saw him last time, wasn't he? In the uh, O2 tambourine. Black Tour. Mm-hmm. That's it, Tambourine. Yeah, I saw him as well. It was, it was meh. It Did I go with you? No, nah, but we were there the same day. Oh, okay. Um, so, so all he needs to really joke about is spend an hour talking about how Will Smith slapped him and just spread it. Like... People would just be laughing for ages. I, I just don't get it. Like I just don't. I just it just was such a bizarre incident. It took a, like the whole Oscars itself. 
I felt like needed that hype. It was the first ever Oscars that was fully like designed by a black guy, uh, Will Packer. You had Samuel all Black Production Crew. All black production crew, Samuel Jackson received an honorary award, well deserved. Will Smith became the fifth ever black man to win um a Best Actor award. Again, his role for his role in uh, King Richard, which I felt was well deserved. Um and then all of this just spoiled it. It should have been Black Excellent tonight, really, to be honest, but it was Black Ratchet. Do you know what I'm saying? They ain't going to let another black actor win for years. It's it's sad in that sense, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I can understand the man defending his woman's honour. I, 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 yeah. really def- I can't really say speak bad on that one. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. And there was loads of women that were uh, like, proper bigging them up. like So... Especially like black women and stuff. I was listening to some spaces and stuff, and they were like, "This is how you need to treat your woman," kind of thing. Like proper passionate about it. So, yeah, like honestly, I, yeah, I'm in. I'm in two places. I wish he didn't do it, but I understand it and respect it. You get me? Yep. But yeah, what would you have done if we got up and slapped you? If I got slapped, I'm I'm definitely gonna go. Like, especially the way he walked back off, I'm going to fly kick in his back, bro. I don't give a fuck. That's what I'm gonna do. You think, no, because like, it's one thing to get slapped, you know. It's one thing to get slapped. He walked back like I slapped this guy. He's a dickhead. He's gonna come back at me. I would have fly kicked him in his back, made him drop down the stairs, and if we just scrap it out after that, like, we scrap it out, whatever. But. No My way of having him just walk off like that like he's a bad man. No way. Why are you not going to try and block the slap or duck it or something or lean back? Obviously, why are you going to let that slap happen in a way? <laughs> like, where's your defense? He obviously thought that, uh, that, that Will wouldn't slap him, but still. Yeah, mm. man. That is that yeah. is definitely going to be like one of the moments of the year, though. That's going to be reviewed in the um, maybe at the end of the year wrap up and shit like that. <laughs> Have you seen that? Uh... Uncle coming out of retirement for that one. <laughs> Have you seen that? Um, they they're deciding what punishment they should take on Will. Look at Roman Polanski is a nonce, no. right? And he still has his Academy Awards, right? Uh, Harvey Bill, Weinstein, Bill Cosby. Is is what you call it? He's uh being found not or his trial essentially collapsed, right? So his his right. his conviction was overturned on a technicality. Yeah, where he was actually found guilty, and he still has his awards. And what's that one? Weinstein was had his sexual offences, and he he still got his awards as well. So True. Th- they cannot take Will Smith's awards for slapping someone who, in my opinion, deserved it as well. It wasn't like he just he's not like he just randomly attacked someone for no reason. The guy was disrespecting his wife. Like if they take his, his award for that, there's going to be outrage. So I think he's okay. But he's gonna be told like he's on thin ice. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon they'll give him a warning. He apologized and everything is like very well, I'll just yeah, I just think they they will make an example out of him, but they won't 
do it to an extreme, I reckon. Yeah, that's, that's how I see it as well. That's exactly how I see yeah. it. Hmm. Right. Well, what other offered, dramas? Jake, Jake, okay. Jake, Jake Paul has offered Chris Rock and um, Will Smith for thirty million to, to scrap it out. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. One day someone's gonna take Jake Paul's offer. He keeps throwing around these M's like like he's gonna do it. The thing is, yeah, some of them make commercial sense. Like this one definitely would. Yeah. If if he put up thirty million for them two to fight, um, the money would come back. Dude, you know. that that fight would not get sanctioned. What that that Chris Rock's touching sixty, Will's touching sixty. And oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a there's, it's not even fair. Will is actively in shape. Yeah, yeah he he's, he's, he's got a cauliflower air, meaning he's doing some sort of fighting, some some sort of combat sports. They'll just call it an exhibition. They'll just call it an exhibition and leave it. You, know, you can still get knocked out of a headguard on, you know. Yeah, man. But, in fact, man, you know this. Like your brother is deep in the boxing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, boxing is serious, bro. Like, you beat too many boxing matches as well. Like, even with the pads on, that shock is still going through your body. Yeah, and Chris Rock is a skinny motherfucker, and he would get destroyed in the first round. They're probably two weight classes right apart. They're probably two. They're two weight classes apart at least. Yeah. And remember when Will Smith heavyweight and yeah, Will Smith could. Will Smith has portrayed the heavyweight before, and he can do. He's like, is he not like six three? How tall is he? Something like that, six three, six four. Yeah, like he, he would destroy Chris, but yeah. And so I thought it was funny when Steve Harvey said what he said about Will Smith about oh he only did it to Chris because he knows he could handle him. But I feel like Will Smith could handle a lot of people in Hollywood. Like it's I feel cause... like Will's been in a lot of scraps as well. Like at least growing up. Well, yeah, Will slightly. Smith is from Philly, baby. Let's not forget. It's that. like it's exactly that. It's like what you call it. People think that because of his portrayal on the media as a nice guy, always smiling, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it means he can't throw hands. That is mm. not true. There's plenty of people that are nice and well mannered and not on a beef thing, but they can yeah. still defend themselves. Like that's like you know, it's how it goes. Like Khabib. Khabib is a perfect example. He's so humble. The guy has never yeah. ever disrespected anyone. But you fuck yeah. you up though. Not really by punching, but yeah. He will smother you. Exactly. Um, smother you. In news that's come out in the past week though, we're moving on. You had the situation around Lato's album and her um, feature clearances, but I guess we could we could save that for we actually review the album. Yeah. Um, Cardi B, um, Invasion <laughs> of Privacy is the first album in history to have every song certified platinum or higher. That's, and that's incredible. And I'm pretty sure that she had a diamond single and that she didn't go that um didn't bow that yellow go diamond. I believe it did. I think it did. Um there's some old beef that's resurfacing for like the fiftieth time. Oh did Fifty cent versus <laughs> the game. Again, seriously. Why? And for once here. It's not even the game that started it, because Game Love started beef, but it wasn't him. No, it was the game that started it, though. the game start this, right? Because of... um... Nah, bro, it was because of the Drinks Champ interview. He didn't say anything about 50 Cent. He did, bro. What did he say about 50 Cent? He was saying how 50 Cent was hanging on the thing. He was saying how... um, He was praising 50, but... 
giving them backhanded compliments as well. I feel like he, he, they did they did talk about um how this instant when he got dropped from G Unit. Yeah. They did talk about that, but I don't but I feel like I don't see that as him dissing fifty. He said what happened, like he 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 um has no beef with, with Fat Joe or no beef with Nas, so why was he able to write diss records towards them, whatever? And then Yeah. And then basically how you find out on the radio that he got dropped and he's like, but Oh yeah, no one. He was saying you. how he was putting the G and G unit like uh, fit. He kinda do you was. know what I'm saying? To be fair, his name is Game and everyone doesn't have a G in their name, so <laughs> okay, look, let's put it this way. 50 Cent apart, right? Because 50 Cent, I believe, is proper gang as well, to an extent. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, again, it's a, it's a different thing because New York gangs, especially back then, is so different to the gangs in, in LA. So if anyone was like fully actually gang at that time, it would be more game than 50. But then 50 was really pulling strings, so, but in a, in a smaller team of people, shall we say, a smaller gang of people. Um, mm. But Laid Banks, he wasn't really on much. Tony Yeo was actually in prison, so you can take from that what you, what you like. <laughs> yeah, and you Young Buck was right. like, again, he's, no one thinks Young Buck's gang, really. So. <laughs> they, they, they don't know. Come on. The stuff, especially nowadays, the stuff that he gets, he gets accused of, like, sleeping with transsexuals and, and, not, and like, keep it, being in the closet about it. Like, if, if that's what you want to do, just say it. If you're a bad man, You'd be like, yeah, I stick with transsexuals, and what come for me? And no one would because he'd be that bad. But it's not the case. But anyway, mm. um, I really don't blame Game for this one. This is definitely fifty. And then I'll put, also point out yeah, that after the exchange, I think Fifty Cent was clouding Game for um, Jimmy Irving, Jimmy Irving, um, oh, yeah, ignoring yeah, him at the basketball game. Bastard. Yeah, when to me, yeah, they were like Game was trying to talk to him in the first place, and then Game posted the picture of Fifty's girlfriend, wifey, in his DMs, uh, will be it a few yeah. years ago. But I feel like Gabe won that round. I, I feel like... If he'll he he drop a lyrical, lyrical thing like, girl <laughs> in the DMs. If, if, if it goes back to the music again, 50's going to lose it. 50's not good at making music anymore. His last yeah. hit was actually Big Rich Town. And I don't think he actually did well commercially, but everyone loves it because of power. But um, yeah, game would destroy him in music. Fifty would have to like fifty cent for him to win this beef. Would have to make a character in power <laughs> that looks just like game and gets clowned every episode. That's what you have to do. But yeah, that's that's pending. Oh, and I wouldn't put it beyond him either. Reckon um, that is pending, mate. There's another one. Megan Thee Stallion is getting a documentary series. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. Are you actually going to watch that? Yeah, man. Are you, the, o- Are you doing that? the only way I'm going to watch that documentary series, right, is if it's from a from a perspective of misogyny. And I'm not a misogynistic person, so I'm not going to watch that series because I don't understand what Megan Thee has achieved in life for me to want to watch a documentary series about. Her. To be honest with you, like she is. Like, come on, what has she done? I, I don't see it. There's nothing there that, for me that makes me want to, want to watch that. Um, except for lie about being shot, I'd want to see. I would actually love to see that part of the of the series where she talks, where she starts talking about how she got shot. And I want to see the wound and all that sort of stuff as well. Hey, 
Um, if the, I, I want to just hear about this, the WAP formula and how it was concocted in the record label labs <laughs> and distributed and sold to every female artist across the world. Like, because, yeah, we ain't seen anything unique these days. I don't know. Would it be interesting? I know she's been through a lot. She's lost her mum and stuff. Like, she's had the unlucky in love situation, but a Kanye one versus a Meg, like, right. I feel like... Kanye West deserves one. Yeah. Like, as, as much as I have my issues with the guy, he has done so much in music. His and we've all watched it, right? Nah, I haven't watched it. it. I can't oh, believe yeah, that Oli watched so it, you know. Weird. I thought Oli loved Kanye, but he doesn't. I'm not really a documentary just, fan. Well, just watch the first episode, bro. That's all. You don't need to watch the other two. Just watch the first one. How long was the first one? It's a movie. It's an hour and a bit. So you don't have to watch it in one sitting. Watch it in a bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll try. But I guarantee you, like when you watch it, you will like it because it's a nostalgic injection. Like I've I've even watched it twice. I'm not gonna lie. Like, and I'm not that big of a Kanye West fan. It's just because of how enjoyable it is seeing all the people you see at the stage of life they're at and it shows that it's not just the Illuminati picking people behind closed doors to be like you're next mm. I heard that yeah. alright cool can we review a number album I want to I want to touch uh, Rema alright yeah, you guys go I haven't listened to that one is it Rema okay, you said? Cool. Rema, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the way? What, what, have I said it wrong? Rema. No, bro, but you know what Rema is. <laughs> what? Because you said Rema. I said Rema, but what's the what's You said Rema. Rema. Zinzima. It's a it's it's a sports term. It just means you're good at getting hit or something like that. Just don't worry about it. That's the one. I was you, you just made it sound so suspect. I'm good at getting hit from where? Where is fine? From the back. What? No. Um. Yeah. Rama. Listen. Yeah. Listen to his album. It was really theatrical um starts off with with him being born story about his name divine like um like oh i don't know if you have many nigerian friends right but they a lot of nigerians have very um like powerful names in that sense like blessing <laughs> like um Divine, for example, in this instance, like all that kind of name, celebratory, like glory, worship, that kind of thing, you know. Um, I don't know why, but yeah, that it like you do get loads of Nigerians that have those type of names. I enjoyed it. I felt like he had a lot of influences. There was a lot of um, sounds from that 
like hip life and but he's Nigerian, so I'm not sure if they had their own version of that or whether, you know, like they his parents would listen to it. But yeah, he it felt it, it did have that kind of feeling, like old school um Afro beats um mixed in with some of the new stuff like one of the tracks, so, so Divine was the first one. Like, I like the song with Chris Brown, Time and Affection, Six Black on the was a feature as well. Um, the AJ Tracy one was right as well. Runaway, I thought was good too. Um, there was other things like Are You There? I thought that was a banging song too. There was lots of banging songs on this album, man. Like Runaway was my personal favourite because it was just a ballad about like him singing about being from the streets, trying to, um, what's it called, court a lady, letting her know, you know, I might not have everything, but like I've got love for you, you get me? And he did it in a melodic way, you know? Um he kind of showed me that you can be commercial but still hold the soul of your music and I just don't understand why someone like Coffee cannot do that to be honest and why someone like Remy who probably doesn't have like a major label backing produced an album full of tracks like oh, almost an hour long with decent tracks throughout and Coffee just gave us a 30 minute piece. Like hold that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, I hate yeah. you. I really enjoyed it, man. Um, it was my album of... Mm, it was half my album of the week. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you going next? I didn't listen to this one. Oh, you didn't? Okay, cool. So, Manny, I'm not going to knock you for saying that because this is more your genre of music than me. I'm not, everyone knows that I'm not an Afrobeats guy, right? Right. The only one, the only Afrobeats album that I actually liked was, really liked was Black Coffees. And it, it wasn't strictly Afrobeats. It, like, it was like, more Afro House, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. You could say you, you could hear the fusion in that, right? But, um, I'll be honest with you, right? When I put this album on, I was like, fuck, right? I'm not going to be able to get through this. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't liking it to begin with. It was, it was really not my bag. And then, I didn't just quit on it. I thought, let me just listen through. through. I'm not doing anything right now, so yeah. uh, I just let it play. And then, you know, hopefully there will be a bit where it picks up for me. And it did. Okay, so what is it? It's like uh, sixteen tracks, right? And yeah, track yeah. nine is a track called Love, and I really like that and that song. And I All think right. it, I think from that point forward or after whatever, it um. I, I enjoyed the album. The rest the rest of the tracks oh, okay. were good. So it's like it was a turning point album for me with the the production style and the, the vocalization was more for me. And that's funny yeah. because obviously early on in the album you have black and you have Chris Brown on there. And you think that because of the familiarity I have with those artists, it would be so that I'd I'd like, but no. And AJ Tracy is not someone that I'm 
I particularly like as an artist. I don't think he's shit, but yeah. I don't think he's good either. And um, his track was good. I liked it. Fyn with, with him yeah. was, was good. So yeah, it was an alright album. I can't I can't really complain. Like I said, it wasn't for me, but it, from track nine onwards, if that was the whole album, I'd be sitting there saying that I really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. I can't say that. But yeah. I'm going to just get my score now. Classic. I'm going to give it a three. And I know you're going to be like, well, you don't really think it's a three. And it's true. I, it's not really for me. But at the same point, I can understand that these were not shit beats. And the, yeah. the, 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 the vocal work wasn't shit either. It just wasn't for me. But the other parts of the album, from track nine onwards, I really did enjoy. So I think a three is a, is a fair score from, from my perspective. No, I fully understand that and rate that. I think for me, it's a four. Like, I really enjoyed the theatrics behind it. Like, I felt those really, like, really good storytelling on this on this album. Like, especially from the intro. I know the intro is very strong because he keeps mentioning Divine and stuff. But I appreciated it because I listened to this music. Um, I, well, I listen to everything except for like rock metal and stuff like that. But yeah, it just had that element of theatrical. It had a night like big singles on there. Like it was everything that I usually ask for. Maybe it could improve more. I guess going forward, maybe having it a bit more concise. Um, maybe more like one or two more big hitters on there and a couple more like bops maybe um, instead of like more subtle tracks, you yeah. know? Um, I th- and I think that will probably boost it to a five for me. But yeah, his first debut album, smashed it, man. Look, he's very talented. Fair, yeah. Fair. What you said there, mm. I, I can't really dispute what you said. I agree with what you said as well. Okay, um, let's move on to our next, our next review, and then we can talk, we and Oli can talk about um, some of the happenings going on from last night. But, um, what happened last night? Oh, we went dun, out. Dun, dun, dun. You went out? Yeah, I went out. Wait, so you two went out, and you didn't even come to my team, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, buddy. I'll tell you the truth, right? Me and Oli had a chat about it. Yeah, we decided we just don't want to see you, bro. That's yeah, no, I fully, I fully get that. No, I feel I it. We, we'll go into more details of what happened with this one um, when we get to it. But first, let's talk about who is Nigo. Nigo, Nigo, you tell us, who is he? So, this album is actually called I Know Nigo. It was dropped on Friday. And um, I feel like, I'm not sure, Manny, you didn't know who this guy was, did you? No, at all. And I know Oli didn't either. Um, <clears throat> I, I, was, I was aware of, of who he was, but I didn't realise what he's doing right now. So it's actually quite interesting. And I think the reason why I knew about it because I saw a lot of these artists at his fashion show. But Nigo is basically the guy that started the um, Bathing Ape clothing brand. And he did the ice cream trainers with uh, 
with Pharrell Williams and Billionaire Boys Club right. as well. So, um, yeah, so that's what he's about. And what I didn't know about him was that he's actually been a musician or, or yeah, a musician for a long time. He produces beats and he's also a DJ. So that's like I had no idea about. But what he's done, he's put together like a an album with like some of the artists artists around. So ASAP Rocky on there, Tyler the Creator, um, Pusha T, um, Pharrell Williams, it's got Gunna, got Kid Cudi, ASAP Ferg, Pop Smoke, Rest in Peace, and Lil Uzi Vert as well. So you know that's quite a good list of um, artists on your eleven check album, and I really enjoyed it. I'd pretty much say from beginning to end there were no songs that I disliked but there were some songs that I really did like such as Functional Addicts that was a really good song and I feel like um, the last song as well Come On Let's Go Tyler the Creator was actually a very good song too and others were just like enjoyable Um, I don't know how to explain it in terms of how it sounded I think if you want to have an idea of how it sounded I would say it was something more like what you'd expect from ASAP Rocky, I would say. Right. Yeah, that more face sort of sound more than anybody else's. Yeah. It was I wouldn't say it was Gunner's sound. ASAP Ferg's music is probably a bit more aggressive and Tyler the Creator's music can be anything. <laughs> it depends on how he how he feels on whatever day he wakes up. But yeah. Um Yeah. Um what what do you think, Manny? Yeah, so I thought it was an okay project as well. Like I, I was surprised by like the amount of features that he had on there. Like apparently the Teriyaki Boys, um, they they actually went gold with their their album. Um, he was a part of the Teriyaki Boys as well. Um, Pharrell, obviously, he's a collaborator. Pharrell, so it was nice hearing Pharrell on that Paper Plates track. Tired the creator on the freestyle. Um, which I thought was quite hard. Um, it was ASAP Rocky present there as well. Um, little Hoosie Vert, it was, he's a bit, yeah, it was nice hearing from him too. Like, I, I just I, thought it was a bit okay. There you go. I was going to say, I really bad, I'm really bad like, um, in terms of people, so I apologise for that. Right? But I feel like if I don't say it when, I'm, when it's in my head, I'll, I'll forget. But yeah. I don't understand how Lil Uzi Vert is like seen as this good like artist in his generation. I just don't. He's had some really good verses in his career. Don't get me wrong, but like I just like his verse on this was, in my opinion, is a bit shit. And I think in general the stuff he does is shit. But he's had a couple of stand up moments, and so I just mm-hmm. don't get it. But yeah, it's it's not my generation, so maybe I wouldn't get it. No, fair enough, fair enough. Look, for me, um, I, I thought it was all right. Like, Lil Uzi Vert is interesting because she, he's just, like, a, one of those artists that is like a rock star almost. Like, a, he's a crossover artist, you know? Like, more than anything else, he's just a crossover artist. Seems so. Yeah. Um, and that's it, really. Like, pretty, pretty all right album. Yeah, I enjoyed that. But I think it's like I think this was initially made as a uh, accompaniment to his um, clothing line fashion show. So he, right. he had like a runway show a couple of weeks back, 
and a lot of these songs will be well i think all the songs will be played as the models walk the catwalk and so yeah do you kind of feel like yeezy's changed the game a bit how do you mean like even though this girl was producing music before, but yeah. I feel like Yeezy's been the one to kind of make merging music and stuff. The merge of the like, two, cool. yeah, merge maybe. Music and but then I don't. I, I might be wrong, but I don't think that Kanye's ever had an album that specifically go- coincides with a clothing line launch. Yeah, what about the Skims one? When he had that thing where he took over the stadium and all everyone was wearing his clothes, like it was like his okay. easy season one release or something like that. So that's with Donda, right? But I don't, I don't remember that being like a case of this is like the Donda fashion show. So maybe I don't know. He did. He. he mm. he's, no, I, I still don't think it's the same. It's there are similarities. Yeah. What I get what you're saying, but it's like. Yeah. That was more like, to me, the way I interpreted it. So maybe I'm interpreting it wrong, but I interpreted it as he's got an album release coming out and this is the vision to go with the album release, right? Whereas I think for right. Nico's things, like, this is the clothing line and here's mm-hmm. the music to go with it. So maybe it's, it's one, it's what's, what's the focus on? In Kanye's one, the yeah. focus was the music and for Nico, I think the focus was the clothing. <laughs> but I may be wrong. Maybe we we both won't know unless we're Kanye. You know, it's interesting. Mommy, why is Uncle getting talked up by Daddy? Um, Only make it happen, man. Make it happen. (laughs) What are you rating this project, bro? Like it was alright, like but it wasn't like that amazing. It was a two. You think it's a two? So you think it's below average? Yeah, come on. Average, you that great. Right, for me, I think it's a three. I don't think it's a four or five. But I wouldn't say this is below average. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the album. Okay, okay. maybe be fair. Okay, so I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. Fair enough. So, Ollie, what, what was you doing yesterday, bro? So me, you and our boy went to see Storms. Oh, me, you and your boy, yeah? Not me, yeah? It's oh, big okay. Mike. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. hate hate goes Manny, hate goes right. It's how it goes right. Because yeah, when I was there, I kind of thought to myself, it's actually bad that Manny's right here. But there was a Same. reason why. Yeah, right. Look, whatever, guys. It's a very simple answer to this, right? This yeah. was booked like three years ago, right? Oh, yeah. But all right, two and a half years ago, and obviously a lot's happened in the last two years, right? So course, basically, we should have been, we should have been at the O2 to see this in uh, like March twenty twenty, right? But then, what happened in March twenty twenty? Oh, there was a pandemic, right? That's yeah. when the pandemic started, and so things kept being pushed back. And our podcast started during the pandemic. So when this trio of us came about formally. Uh, it it came about at a time when these tickets had already been bought, so unfortunately that's you what's happened. You don't you don't have to to. I was only joking. No, no, because no, 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 one point is that like at the moment, whenever I'm buying tickets, right, I actually do ask you guys, like both of you, yeah, are you yeah, down to yeah, go yeah. on? So yeah, you know, yeah. we've got our motives lined up now, but when this motive in particular was was set up, um, that wasn't the case. 
No, maybe really like taking a mick because of the fact that, you know... Literally, I felt yeah, bad. I said it to Ollie, I, I felt bad. Like, Manny should have been here with us, but that's what it is. But how was it? Was it good? It was good. I enjoyed He's it. He's a sick performer, man. It's yeah, quite expensive as well. You know, I've, seen him, I've seen him on iPlayer at Glastonbury. I'm, I'm not going to Glastonbury. Like, I'm not going to be in a tent in some mud and shit. We saw him at the um, World Abbott Hall as well. Yes, we did see him at the World Abbott Hall. But I swear that wasn't his own show, though. That was like part of a... Um, something Vetch put on, I think. Uh, some, yeah. yeah, exactly. And he's got mad energy. He's... You know, he's really dedicated to his craft. You can see that he put effort into the stage production and stuff like that. But I do wonder when this stage production was put together. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because I've seen other artists um, more recently than than Stormzy and their stage look better. And right. it's like their production quality seems a, a bit higher as well. And I, I hate, I don't ever really want to put these two against each other. But Dave's performance, Dave's set a couple of weeks back when I went was better than Stormzy's was yesterday. And oh, wow. it's like, you know, it shouldn't be that way, in my opinion. But was part of that because of the amount of people that he brought out? Yes, it is. And also the fact that I feel like his pyrotechnics and stuff like that were a bit better. Um... Dave was also playing the guitar at times as well, so that puts him up on another level as well. He was Dave had a sta- had a um, like a little mini stage in the middle of the actual concert hall. So again, that's a thing that Stormzy didn't have. I didn't have, so he's only kind of limited to being at the front of the stage. And these are the little things that I think push you over. Because for example, I remember the only other person I've seen do the the center stage thing at the O2 is Drake. Yeah. And. Like, obviously, Drake's is this megastar, and then Dave's doing that. So, right, okay, so that's what Dave's on, and the Storms is not. So it's I like think that. it makes sense, because a lot of the times I've seen Drake, he's always brought out Dave. And so, obviously, Dave's pulled inspiration from that, like, in those in their workings. And that's fine, but I feel like when you work at these, at these, at these echelons now where these guys are, where they are literally two of the biggest artists in the UK, and they are definitely getting global appeal as well, Mm-hmm. Um, you have you hiring production companies that are going to offer you the best of the best. You know what I mean? It's like when yeah. when you see artists have these stage layouts, I'm thinking probably eighty percent of the time it's not the artist that's actually designing it or anything like that. It's the production managers coming to them and saying, "Look, we could do X, Y, and Z. What trend do you prefer?" You know what I mean? That's what you have. You have your team around you, right? You you select the best people to do the best job. So, yeah, I was a bit disappointed in that sense. And I also felt like Stormzy, we know that Stormzy's close to God, and he's also a guy that really likes to do his R&B too. I have no problem with gospel music, but um, I feel like he had too much slow songs for a period of the of the, project, of the performance. And it just took the energy away from the night. And Dave managed to get his slower songs out and mixed them in the, in the right way with his faster tracks in right. such a way that, that the energy was never lost. So, yeah. Manny, what did you think? Ollie? Yeah, I feel like he started off really strong. Um, he came out with obviously some of his more well-known tracks and then a couple of, I think the first song was the intro from Gang Ties and Pairs, right? Which was kind of weird. Yeah. I liked his, um, I liked his stage. He done a lot of a very, very basic setup. So you had like a, 
what looked like a window, and behind the window was a band, and the band would occasionally come out of the window and do a little something on the stage. Nice. Um, like nice fireworks, confetti, like all of the like cliche stuff you expect. But what I really appreciated was you had like um, uh, this, a, a screen behind him that had visuals for each song that he was performing. So sometimes it'd be the lyrics. Some um, of the visuals were shit though, man. Yeah, some of them were like the ones for Rachel's little brother. That was just him and his sister. And it was just like close-ups of his, of his like face and lips and stuff. Yeah. But then other, other times it was like creative. And obviously... The ones with the girls it. dancing, for example, right? I thought that was cool, but why not just have the dancers there? Yeah, that, that would have made more sense. But I feel like these are things that have happened because of COVID. So things have been stripped back, maybe. So, so maybe initially it had those dancers in the video, but they were also on stage. Mm. So I can get that. You think it is if you don't have too many, people, too many people as part of your set in case they catch COVID and then they can't perform. That does make sense, I yeah. guess. Um, but, mm. So I feel like he done a lot with a little. Um, I like the feature of the crown as well that came down from the rafters or whatever. That was quite kind of cool. But that, again, my issue was the first like six or seven tracks, it was energy. He said like a two minute intermission and then it was just like 40 minutes of slow songs, like the R&B stuff and the gospel stuff. And then the last five songs were, again, songs of energy. So you, you had like a really energy, high start, a really long low, and then it ended on a high. Like I think he ended with Rossi Bot, which was quite, kind of cool. But it was just... He's a sick performer. I just feel like the album isn't the best album to perform live if you're going to do all the tracks from it. Like I some agree. Sort of cuts had to be made. No, I'm jealous, guys. I'm jealous. It sounds but, like it was amazing. But there was one thing that um, was really cool. So just before he done his final tracks, the energy ones after the slow session, he had another intermission, but he played a brief uh, video which looked like a documentary trailer for his new album. And yeah. there were some very yeah. big people in that trailer. J5 was there, Dave, nice, Rich. Nice. Um, there was a lot of talking about the inspiration of what he wants his album to achieve. And it's coming this year. Jeez. The rollout has begun, baby. Yes, and it, it sounds it sounds sick. It, it it sounds sick when Dave's saying if you if you can pull this off, this might be the best album of the year. That's... This is interesting though, right? Because Dave's dropping this this year as well, I believe. He just released a single, right? You normally the singles like the comes ahead of an album. So did he just drop? I, I could both be competing for like summer releases. Maybe. But then I feel like Stormzy's probably going to complete his tour before he actually releases his album. I don't know how much of his tour is left because obviously it was meant to be like a big world tour. I kind of feel sorry for him in a sense, you know. He's meant to go on this big world tour. Like, it is a world tour. It's including Africa and America and Europe and whatever, right? And Australia. And then it just all got fucked up by COVID, man. His bag significantly diminished off the back of this. It's kind of sad. But I think I kind of feel like he's not resting though. He's probably said to himself, I'm going back to back. Fuck it. Like, well, he... you can't say that though because, like, 
his his what you call it is this album came out two three years ago now. So yeah, but he's to, back, he's been it? touring it. Like, he's been chilling to wait for the tour to come. But yeah, yeah so I'm it. sure he will. I'm sure he will. He will drop soon. But yeah, it's probably gonna be a case of. I wouldn't be surprised if the album is finished already. Uh, but then when the tour's finished, that's when you drop it. And then go exactly. Tour again. Oh, you went back to back on the tours. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that happening, and I can see yeah. him like, doing festivals and stuff like that as well. That's it, because he's probably sat, as you sat on his laurels because of a pandemic, been working, working, grinding. Obviously, he's never someone that sits on his laurels, you know what I'm saying? He's not the twiddling his fingers, but he's not doing what he planned to do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. he's probably had a vision for it, and he's managed to accomplish some of it, but he's probably going to go back out there to be like, yeah, I'm doing it. And then I think we won't hear from Stormzy for a while, I reckon. After that, yeah, he might go on a bit of a hiatus and start a family yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. man, he needs to find his new mayor drama first, though. That was kind of sad when he performed that song that was like basically for her. Mm. She's probably oh. stopped doing it now. She's got she's engaged to someone else, man. Let go, yep. But I say that he wasn't really asking for a back. I can't remember if he was asking for a back, he just kind of said, I'm sorry, isn't it? like that's I guess a bit different. I guess it is asking for her back just in an indirect way, innit? Yeah. Uh, I could say this, yeah, as a guy. Like, if you have wronged a woman, right, like, you could just apologise. Because you know what, right, I've, le- I've learned that one thing I've tried to always do when I've ended a relationship, it doesn't always happen, but what I've tried to do is end it in a clean way because I don't like the idea of people having, like, a, a, a negative yeah, feeling towards me. Yeah, yeah because... I'm not like some sort of spiritual guy or whatever, but I do b- kind of believe in energies, right? And if people, yeah. if enough people have bad energy for you, then it can cause you issues in life if you don't have enough good energy. That sounds so stupid, but I do kind of believe it. So yeah, I, I try to make sure that everyone is kind of like on good terms with me and, and leave it as that. So I think maybe that's what you were trying to do. I yeah. fully feel that. But yeah, man, it's like I said, for me, right, I tweeted it out today, it's like, it's just beautiful to see Stormzy and Dave shutting down the O2 in the same month. Like I said it after the Dave concert as well, but it's like, it's really still mad to me that, you know, people from the same place that I'm from can go and headline the O2, you know? You know, that no, I to me, the O2 Arena back in the day, it really wasn't that long ago that if you wanted to do the O2 Arena, you got to be basically the biggest artist in America or some white yeah. pop acts in the UK. Yep. Yeah. And then Captain Conan did it, DBE done it, Dave's done it, Stormzy's done it, I think other UK artists have done it as well. So it's just like, it's beautiful to see, it's really beautiful. The sky is yeah. the limit for Black Brits now, man. Really is. Yes, I rate that. One thing I must say is, um, I'm not sure if you guys know, keep up with boxing, but you're gonna have some South London superstars boxing scene. Yeah, Joshua, um, Joshua Boatsy and Craig Richards. I don't. I've never spoken to you about this. this are you guys familiar with them? No, well, I won't lie. I'm not. Okay. Okay. I thought you was going to say, yeah, I grew up next to him. Da, da, da. No, no. Yeah, yeah, like, Isn't Joshua from Celeste? Like, around the corner from us? Like, literally in between both of us. 
I wouldn't be surprised yeah, yeah. if I if I if I if I learn about one of them and find out if that is the case. But I can't say that I'm familiar with the names. All I know is that if you get a train back from London and you go past Celeste Station, there's a massive mural of him. A mural? Yeah, a massive mural and it's on someone's oh, house. Wow. Something I guess he's from Celeste. That's interesting. That's mad. That's crazy. Right. No, but yeah, two South London like superstars at the moment in the boxing scene. Like they're gonna be battling it out, like for the to, to be the king of South London, and then from there they'll go into global dominance. So keep an eye out for them, man. You guys might have a new superstar, and that'll be born out. Of South Bro, London, he went to like my school's rival school. Okay, he went Edenham. He, he Just was, for the he, record, Ollie went to some bitch ass school. Mm. Uh, no, we read it. <laughs> anyway, um, lived if, in you're, if your school is beefing of Edenham, then you definitely went to a bitch or school. So we with Edenham, Edenham, um, Celeste, Stanley Tech, Stanley Tech was bullying. It was just like beefing and probably bullying probably all the schools. Bro. This is I the thing. Some of, some of the worst kids from Stanley Tech ended up coming to my school. Some of the worst kids from Stanley Tech ended up being my friends. For life, it's actually mad. Crazy, I know one of them as well. You know a couple of them, but yeah. Um, yeah, and he was born in Accra, Ghana. Yeah, Accra. Or at least yeah. has Google open right now. I yeah. do indeed. <laughs> but that makes but yeah, sense. I just... the the mural in, in Celeste because Celeste and he fell pretty much the same thing. I just say it to say keep an eye out on that one because that's a it's a big one. But speaking of UK achievements, we have a final album to review: Blade Brown and K Trap. Oh, two, what's the other two? Do 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 luck, do luck. <gasps> oh fuck! You almost skipped ladder. Oh, no. I would have been so pissed. Um, the question is, who do you want to end with? Lotto or we end with we end of K with K Trap and yeah, let's end with that. Cool. So Lotto released her album seven 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 or triple seven. It's a it's a lucky number. Um, but yeah, um, I felt this is how I see Lotto. Yeah, I feel like there's a tier of this new gen female rapper rappers that can't really spit but have good melodic flows. Like, if I think out loud, I'll look at someone like Coyle Ray as one of them. Oh, City Girls shit, as another one, yeah. like, And then you have another tier, which are kind of like decent rappers, also have the melodic stuff, like Meg... City, Meg isn't the other one. Meg isn't the first. Yeah, Meg isn't the other one. Cardi B, then. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, there's question, a tier. One question when you do your tiers, right? Do you? Does it matter if they write their bars or not? Ooh. Because Meg doesn't write her bars, and neither does Cardi. Yeah, they don't even write their own raps. I don't know. Yeah, I think it, it definitely does matter in when looking at tiers, but. No, actually, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you why. Because the flows and lyrics is what I'm looking for, the combination of the two. Like, 
Meg has a decent flow and her ghostwriter is decent too. Cardi B has a re- really good flow and her ghostwriter is decent too. It's probably because it's one well. and the same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's probably right. Party that's why they're about to. And then you have like the elites, the like Rhapsodies, the. Um, I would. I'm not gonna no lie. Name. Nicki Minaj, no name. Nicki Minaj is up there with them. Those two as she well. Was. Like she was. Nah, she is, bro. She is like Nicki Minaj. Okay, Bobby. Yeah, like she's up there. <laughs> Lotto, where does Lotto fit in though? After listening to this album, I think I'm not gonna put it there. I've always thought that she's good, right? That's the thing. I've always thought that she's good, but there is a cheat code in in trap beats. And certain subjects, okay. right? And I, and that is why I wasn't one hundred percent sure. I also the other thing as well was that I hadn't really heard her on tracks of other real good spitters. Like I think the best person yeah. I've heard her with is Two Chains, and Two Chains is good. But it's like I always I hate the fact that I bring this up all the time, and I'm gonna stop doing it. But when Nicki Minaj roasted Rick Cross, Kanye, Jay Z on Monster, right? Mm-hmm. It it is meant that yes you can't chat to it now basically if if you're beating <laughs> these guys who are seen as rap royalty then you know that's it so I haven't I've, Lato has a has a track on on her album where she with some people that I guess you could say are rap royalty one definitely is yeah, love one is Lil Wayne Lil Wayne is rap royalty Charles can be that I don't know if he'd be considered rap royalty but he's definitely someone that's suspected. As a as a as a rapper and as an artist, right? And um, she held her own, definitely. She did one hundred percent. Like I, there I was no track. There's, I think there's only one trap beat or two trap beat songs on the on the album. It's and I was really surprised by that. She really took it to a different place, and it was great. To see yeah, that. I agree. Like, but yeah. Definitely some heavy sampling. I felt like the the track with Mariah Carey was pretty dope. The big energy on Wheelie with uh, Twenty One Savage that was a nice track as well. Um, the little Dirk. So like she didn't feel out of place. I was very surprised because um, I hadn't listened to Lotto a lot before this album. Um, she took it to different different themes. She was talking that street stuff. She was talking that. Like female what formula stuff as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Giving us all of that. But it was a variation of things. Like it wasn't like there, there was no whack formula on this. Point point one whack maybe the song with Mariah Carey could be but that's with Mariah Carey. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm. that's a different gravy, like she can get away with it, but Everything else just seemed to be on point. Like, so this is when I said earlier I had two favorite albums of the week. This is the second one. Mm. I had up, had up. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in next, and I'm not gonna do a full review because I think that what you said there was really good, and I think that I said a lot already anyway. But um, Mm. that recipe you spoke about, that formula. Yeah. It's very poignant, right? Because it's it's a fact. It's true, and it upsets me that Shen said decided to follow that, <laughs> then follow what yeah. she's been doing for the past five or so years to get her to where she is now. She went, she just threw that all out and did the follow the recipe, right? But then also this week you had Cardi B, Scissor, and 
uh, what's her name, Sam Walker, they released a track, and Cardi B is singing in that one now, and they're all doing this right. thing, you know, being naked and whatever, or half naked in the video, and do you know what's bad is that I haven't even watched the video yet. That's really bad, actually. I should have. Maybe I've been mm. waiting for waiting for the right quiet time. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> Lato up. hasn't followed that formula for this album so far, from what I've seen and from what I've heard. Yeah. And that is a really like she's been brave in all honesty with what she's done. I also want to point out that she is having a go at some artist who she didn't name for the behaviour around um, collaborating. And getting their, their their verses released, right? And I'm not sure if she was trying to play up on like the sort of the Me Too movement sort of thing. Okay, not the Me Too movement, but in the feminism and whatever. Mm. Or if she maybe had unreal expectations, because right. you know, basically, if you're going verse for verse with someone, like as in as an exchange. I think you kind of need to be on the same sort of level. Yeah. And as much as I hate Code Up Black, right? Code Up Black is a bigger artist than Lato. Like, that is like, I don't think that is any, like, debate in that. He's been in the game longer. He's had bigger hits. He's sold more records. He probably has more followers on social media. Or they, I'm not sure about that because Lato is pretty. So, not disputing her talent, but that would be a reason why people would follow her outside oh. of the music. Oh, she's got 8.9 million followers. That's what's Kodak got. That's on Instagram. And Kodak's got 12. So, you know, he is still, even so, that little fucked up nigga, he's got all his issues. He's still got lots of followers. So, my point is that he's a big artist and he didn't want to go versus versa, but he wanted, I think he wanted payment. But I think yeah. she didn't say that's what exactly what happened. She was kind of alluding to, like, uh, <laughs> practices of the past shall we say where people would sleep with people for for um verses or whatever i think that's why she didn't say exactly what it was because i think that's what people would think it is and yeah. obviously because of the fact she's still uh i don't know how to say because she's been around for a while now but she's not like a would you say that she's an established artist i, I don't know if i would say that i think i think she's do you know what i rate about her She's put in the work. Like I feel like every single platform this week, like that's to do with hip hop, I've seen her on. Yeah, and I think that's what I kind of. Sorry, God. It's true. No, no, what you said is true. I was agreeing with you. She has, and it's 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 given the album more exposure. But I'm saying that one of the reasons why she was on so many platforms was because of this um, criticism that she made, and obviously Kodak Black's producers like clapped back and said what I said about how. Um, they didn't want to go versa versa for they would uh, payment and that basically she's shutting shit and Kodak to be fair as much as I, I, I've ridiculed his behaviour he was actually mm. trying to defend her and say look here yeah, uh, there's just been a mistake a misunderstanding or whatever and it's not a big deal so yeah she's also had someone try and say that, that he was ghostwriting her verses as well and she just called it out as complete bullshit and I believe her, to be fair. Mm. I don't get the And, and to like, be fair, like, with with someone like Kodak, right? Kodak is from the South. 
the ones from Florida, which is kind of like so. And she's from the South, do you know what I'm saying? I'm sure, like, they've had a friendship or established some sort of relationship because they were on the feet. This, this, the actual song was decent. And whatever she said, I haven't really heard. Like, I'm sure she's seen it the way she's seen it. And it doesn't mean, like, she's in the wrong for saying what she had to say. Maybe it is a misunderstanding. Maybe it was something wrong. But they came together and they collaborated nice. The fact that she put that message out across every platform and also, like, pushed the album on every platform, I don't think we get to see that hard work that much from... Even any any gender, male or female, these days, like putting that real work in, and she must be a great networker as well, or have a great team around her because there's some big hitters on this album, and like, how did she get little weighted childish Candida, Ed Mariah Carey, like? That for me is like a she struggle. didn't get Mariah Carey. Please stop saying that. That's really annoying me. You she she gets Mariah Carey into the music. She got Mariah Carey. If I sample, if I sample that that Sting track, whatever it's called, right? That doesn't mean I got Sting on my track, bro. She got Mariah Carey in the music video, bro. Okay. Sounds a bit like a fantasy. Absolutely did there. I like that. I like that. But yeah. But yeah. All right. So what are you what are you rating it? Hold on, Ollie. Have you so given f- your view? No, I haven't given my view. Oh, I was just letting you guys ramble on for like six days. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this joke on man. Bear waffle, bro. Bear waffle. Um. To it again on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I had it on repeat on Wednesday. And on yeah. Thursday and Friday and Saturday, yeah. I chilled on yeah. Sunday. Woo! I'm going to be recording with the nightest man. Bars. Um, you know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the only reason why I didn't skip this one was because of all of the 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 hype I saw on Instagram. A lot of people saying 10 out of 10s, no skips. Yeah. Every song's a banger. So I went Ooh. in with like high expectations and nah, it weren't that. It, it really wasn't that. It's good. It's better than Megan Thee Stallion's album. That's not hard, so yeah. don't say it like that. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> good like, <laughs> yeah. shit, man. That got a lot of fanfare yeah. as well. It's better than... Because she got shot. Fair enough. It was better than Shenzia's. Yeah. I feel like you can like vaguely compare them. It was It was good. That. It was good. Like my favorite tracks were the um the one that fan uh, fan sample fantasy and the one with childish Gambino and Wayne because Gambino spazzed he yeah. spazzed differently. Um, but yeah, I liked it. It was good. It wasn't. Uh, I feel like it's an album that girls need right now. Um, like more quality content for them. Mm-hmm. Like female anthems. I feel like this is really gonna resonate with female audience. So that's probably why I'm not like loving it. But there's there's definitely a few tracks that I'll play again. Um, it was an easy listen. Can't I can't really knock it. It was good. It was good. Cool. Glad you so liked let's it. Let's get the ratings then. It's a four from me, to be honest. I really Ooh, it. it's not that good. <laughs> it's a three. It's good. It's a three it's not, for me as well. It's not great, man. <laughs> 
Venga. Venga, te quiero informar. I think there is a single for this week actually. One album left to review K Chap X Blade Brown. It's just Robbery Brown, isn't it? Blade Brown X K Chap. And the album is called. Joints 2. Joints 2. Actually, no, it's just called Joints. The song is called Joints 2. I don't know where you got a Joints 2 from. Track 4 is called Joints 2. Oh. I thought you wanted some Joints. Oh, it's just called Joints. Anyway, what are you man saying? So I want Oli to go first to this one. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm not like the biggest Blade Brown fan, and we reviewed K Trap's project last year, right? Yeah, we did, and we really enjoyed it as well. Yeah, that was really good. So, I was I wasn't really expecting much. Like, I know I know what Blade Brown does. Like, he has one formula. He sticks to it. It works for him. And he sells it. He chops it up. And yeah. He sells that shit. He bags and, people, and boxes it. People, people love conceiving it. Oh, you missed the biggest one. Bags and boxes. He bags and boxes it. Anyway. Something about this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll drop another one for that. There's something about this uh, project that I could appreciate. And it made me see Blade in a different light and he's very I, I feel like he's just unapologetically honest with his thoughts and his message in his music and I appreciate that there's a certain level of a certain level of authenticity that he provides and not, not to say the music is revolutionary I don't think that's what they were intending to do it's quite generic but he's very good at selling the lifestyle but also explain that the lifestyle is not for everyone. Personally, it's not for me. So I'm not going to get gas off of this light the way some of my friends have that I've been talking to about in like different groups. Are you talking to me? No, nah, no, nah, some different friends that oh, like, okay. they're like Blade Brown fanatics. But like some of them are dabbled in this lifestyle. So for them, this is like anthem music. This is, this is like Magna Carta. This is amazing. So... I'm starting to understand the appeal of Blade more. Blade and K-Trap complement each other well. Um, and I feel like, like Lato's album, everything was consistently good. And there was a, a few quotables that I'm going to take into my personal life and try and address. Because I feel like he kind of got onto me. There was one line when he was like, working to get paid 12 times in a year is dead. So, thank him for that. Anyway, the albums, the albums were right, or the tapes were right. It's just I'm not a Blade Brown fan, so Blade Brown fan, so it's not going to be ecstatic with you. But it's it's good. If you like him, you love this. If you're not really a fan of him, you can probably give it a miss. Manny, what are you saying? Um, yeah, I'll quickly run through mine. So uh, I recently finished Top Boy. You get me? So this to me felt. Like... I said you get me. <laughs> You get me. So it was kind of like yeah, pastors there. Oh, what? Let me cut you up some some B and White. You get me? Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
because I'm putting it on them beach. No, I'm joking. Um, I didn't even, you didn't catch that one, so it's okay. So, yeah, because I'm putting it on those beaches. The rocks. Yeah, no, it's too, no. Okay, cool. Yeah. Kill, <laughs> kill the mood there. All right, yeah, no, and solid album. Like, they, they kind of melded really well together. Like, like it was almost like, um, like, I kind of felt like Blade Brown's done it. K Traps kind of living it, if that makes sense. Like, it had that vibe to it. I mean, I feel like older, younger kind of vibe, but it was a lot of flossing on there, a lot of street whipping, putting that work in kind of stuff. Like, let me see what my favourite final favourite song again. Um, yeah, like, yeah. Six Figures, the intro song was banging. One million, talking about that street shit, talking about that credit as well, getting that credit and putting yourself in debt to whip that work and make that shit double. You get me? Flip that brick one at a time. Each one. It wasn't. It was, there wasn't a lot of drilling songs as well. Do you know what I'm saying? There was like drilling verses, but there wasn't any major songs dedicated to drilling, which is something that was refreshing. It was more so talking about the lifestyle. I think neither one of them is on that right now. It's like saying if they yeah. need to, they will, but they're not, they won't talk about some sort of op that they're trying to go for. Like they're, they're yeah. not on that nonsense. Which are rated, to be fair. How about you, Matt? What did you think? Uh, I think... I think that I had to place some context on what's been going on with me yeah, at the yeah, moment. So, unfortunately, my car's not been too healthy and I've not been able to drive it recently. So, I've only to be used my um, I've had to use my parents' car, right. and my parents um are being blessed with a, a lovely four by four that tends to be probably popular with people that sell drugs. And I've been playing this album heavy in that rip, bro. And it's mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's gassing me up, bro. It's actually jokes here. I've been, I'm like, I've been, I don't know what it is. The past couple of days, I've actually used the car a lot. And even just like nighttime, just playing the tracks, like the album, and just like ripping it. And it's just like, yeah. Jeez. I feel like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm Big Meech. Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover. It's, it's, it's jokes, man. But, um, yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed, and I think it's a great album. It's not so let me get this just quite a context. I very much enjoyed the album. It's not a great album. I very much enjoyed it. I think that's a really weird yeah. juxtaposition. Like you can enjoy us, um, you can enjoy music that is not great, right? At the same time, sometimes like great music is not that enjoyable. Mm. So, um, yeah, this is not a great album. But I really do enjoy it, and yeah, it's just um, I'm not a massive Blade Brown fan either. But admittedly, in the past couple of years, I've been listening to more of his music because I really um, I do actually appreciate what he's put out. But when he was originally putting out before, I wasn't really following it too much. K Chap is surprisingly he's like he's one out of his generation. He's definitely one of the better artists, and I do like what he, yeah. what he puts out. Brilliant. And um, 
Yeah, it's a it's a good collaboration. The Chap Star collaboration that goes alongside it as well. They, they've got a capsule collection that's come out of it as well, um, and that's hard. I don't really wear Chapstar, so I'm not going to buy any of it. But I do really appreciate what Chapstar are doing as a as a, a black. Yeah, company. they're really leaning in with up and coming artists, aren't it's they? It's beautiful to see. And I always say, right, yeah. if you own your content, right, it's always better. So in the sense yeah. that obviously Blade Barn and K Chop are both independent artists, right? Chapstar is an independent company in the sense that they're not part of some sort of conglomerate or anything like that, right? So, for example. If Gucci wouldn't do this, but if, imagine Gucci did a collaboration with K-Chop or Blade Bar, mm. and then say K-Chop then gets arrested, right? They are absolutely 100% going to drop K-Chop immediately, right? Yeah. Whereas, I don't think Chopstar would do that. Chopstar's going to be like, you know what, I know him. I'm going to hold it down until whatever happens. They're not going to just like, they're not, This the collaboration isn't just like some sort of commodity to them. It's no. an actual partnership between people that know each other and stuff like that. And it makes it more, it makes it real, it makes it beautiful. And like I said, I, I like to see it happening. I see all, all I see around me, okay, as much as you see the chefings and the killings and the what, whatever happening, right, these in these days, you're also seeing a lot of unity in the industry as well. And that is a beautiful thing to see. And this project is like a combination of that. So, yeah. It's good to see, it's great to see. And my review is that I'm going to give it a three ears, but that's like three ears of an asterisk because really it's like a five that we've been playing yeah. it. And it's, on, it's on repeat. Why don't you just give it a four because you like it? You know what, Manny? You've empowered me to give it a four. It's a four ears. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Four ears. I'm going to give it a three. <laughs> 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 no, it's a three. It's a three. But I'm gassed off it, man. Yeah, it's a three for me as well. It's a three with an asterisk G. That's what it is. It's a three G. Alright, that's the end of the pod for us. It is the end of the pod, lads. We'll have to do. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do um, ISOS podcast next week. And we'll have like Moonlight to cover next week. Oh shit, Moon Knights, and yeah, that's right. And also, at the end of next week, we've got um, Secrets of Dumbledore is coming out, but that won't be a next week's podcast, it'll be the week after that we could discuss that. Yeah. And um, yeah. also, I think we could talk about Top Boy next week as well. Yeah, sure, definitely. Are you caught up, uh, Ali? No, but I will be. <laughs> You're so yeah, shit, man. Yeah, you're so late. Right? Make sure you caught up next week, bro. Do you know what it is? I need to watch TV to go to sleep. But if I watch something I've not seen before, I can't go to sleep. So I have to put on something I've seen before. Why don't you watch it before you go to bed? Because then I'll end up staying up way too late. What do you do before you go to bed? Watch TV. Yeah, so what are you talking about? No, but I have to watch something I've seen. Has, has, has it not been hard for you this past week, you know, all the memes around Top Boy, and you not having any context to what's going on with it? If I see something Top Boy, I swipe straight away, so I don't really look at them. Oh, man. I see oh, I see man. one guy, like, who's always there, some, like, Middle Eastern-looking guy or something. If, or if something, it was Mile Lower, if it was Mile Lower, I'd never let you just swipe past it. <laughs> well, I don't get it. Maybe <laughs> that's what makes it funny, huh? <laughs> anyway, Manny. 
Oh yeah. So follow us uh, on using my Instagram. <laughs> Oh yeah. 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 Oh Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Oh I feel like I always say, do, I, I drop myself in it every week. Oh, yeah. There's always one thing. To, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> All right, cool. Everyone, hey, I'm the Mr. Matty Lee on Twitter. I'm Mr. Underscore Matty Lee on Instagram. I'm at AC Clark underscore 10 on Twitter. Dave, yo. Oh, and oh, yes. This <laughs> yes, is the Peace out. <laughs> peace out. Yeah. Ciao. Ciao. The ASOS podcast.